Welcome to Build Relationships, Break Poverty, a podcast hosted by Children's Hope Chest. This podcast challenges the Western perception of international poverty by elevating the voices of local leaders each month. It's our desire to share stories from people around the globe who work tirelessly to see vulnerable communities transformed. We believe that building two-way relationships will break the cycle of poverty. My name is Will Crooks. As part of the advancement team for over 10 years, I have the privilege to find and build relationships with churches and businesses. Today, we are excited, dare I say thrilled, to have Thad Spring here to tell us more about his experience as a Hope Chest partner. Welcome, my friend. How are you doing today? Oh, dude, it's great to be with you guys. Uh, it's, it's fantastic to have you on the show as a personal friend, as a partner in ministry, and uh, someone to stir up trouble with, for sure. We've done a few things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did the lake freeze, freeze over at all there, uh, uh, the big lake or any of the smaller lakes uh, around you? During yeah, the smaller lakes froze over real quickly here in Spring Lake, Michigan. Um, our our uh, campus, our main campus actually is on a bayou and they were out on the ice fishing in like two inches of ice a month ago, um, catching fish out there. So anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's been cold. Yeah, I was talking with a business leader out of Chicago earlier this morning, and uh, this podcast is being recorded on January 27th um, uh, of 2022. And so I'm talking to this guy, and I'm looking at his background. I like looking at people's backgrounds of their Zoom, and uh, and it looked like some there were some hockey players or something. And he he it was Stan Makita and someone else from the old Blackhawks. And so we got to talking about uh, skating on ponds back in the day. And I just remembered my my father making a backyard pond for me. Oh, Did yeah. you ever play any pond hockey? Oh, oh yeah. I actually grew up in on the other side of the state in Michigan, and we were on a river. And, uh, yeah, we would clear the ice off with shovels, and we'd be out there as late as we could at night, wherever we could find lights and uh yeah rough ice but just doing whatever we could to have fun so yeah and they're, they're doing the same around here too uh last weekend my wife and i looked out and we live on an inland lake uh in muskegon and yeah there were there were teenagers out there until about midnight and they had halogen lights all set up and yeah it was fun oh great memories great memories for sure well, let's start with you, uh, Thad. T- tell me a little bit about uh, the church. We've talked a little about, bit about where it's located right there in West Michigan and in Spring Lake. What's your role there? How long have you been a Hope Chess partner? Yeah, uh, All Shores Wesleyan Church. We're part of the Wesleyan denomination, um, and uh, I am the outreach pastor here. We, uh, we, we have uh, a strategic uh, plan, not only sending missionaries, we, we have one going out in two weeks. We have another that's heading to the Turkic Arabic field next year. And we sent two this last year. So we are a sending, uh, church. We, uh, we have three campuses, uh, our main campus is in spring Lake. And then we have a campus in Muskegon, Michigan. It's been there for two years and one in Coopersville, Michigan. And that's been there for 10 years. Um, 
Yeah, we've been with Children's Hope Chest a little over five years now, I think. Well, it was right around this time of year that uh, you and I took off on a plane and we made our way over to Ethiopia. Yeah, uh, you know, you talk about five years and you guys are definitely a handful, a full a full five years uh, for, for, <laughs> for sure. Now, you're one of our favorite partners. You know that. Uh, your role as outreach pastor, and you guys are ascending church. What uh, initially? What was the draw to partner with uh, Children's Hope Chest? Yeah, I think the original draw. We, uh, you know, we work with CCDA organizations, Christian Community Development uh, Association. We work with um, local organizations who are creating self-sustainable models uh, to help people out of uh, poverty and uh, break that cycle. And uh, we were familiar with what that looks like locally. And I think we were interested to see, you know, how does this play out uh, globally? Um, what is our engagement with that? How does this help uh, not only our missionaries, but our missionary partnerships that we have with organizations? And we wanted to pursue uh, a model that was based on like a CCDA model and uh, really giving ownership, dignity to nationals uh, who are leading and who are creating very creative ways to, to do ministry, to help themselves out of poverty. We were not looking to give direction to how they should do that. Um, we wanted them to give uh, information, direction, and share with us you know, what, what it is that they wanted to do and what they thought would work. So, uh, yeah, we vetted um, probably four different organizations that we know uh, are doing these things. And we had a contact with someone from Children's Hope Chest. And uh, we had you come in and talk with us. And there were multiple reasons why we chose Children's Hope Chest over some of the other uh, organizations. But it has been a great partnership and we love what's happening. Yeah, well, let's narrow the focus a little bit. Uh, we went to Ethiopia together and saw a number of different places and uh, you guys uh, chose kind of a specific care point. What was that process? And uh, tell me a little bit about your care point. Yeah, I would say that process was one of the more difficult things we've had to navigate. Uh, we visited four different care points and then had to choose one. And that that's just hard. You know, uh, our heart went out to the other areas that we know needed partnerships. Um, the beautiful thing that happened out of this experience was one of our members on our vision team uh, was just really taken by one of the other care points or one of the other possible care points and helped to develop a care point for that area. So we have had the joy of helping another church and helping other people connect with another area in Ethiopia. And so that's just been kind of a beautiful thing to, to be a part of. We, uh, we chose uh, a location, Shasha Mene, uh, it's a city uh, near Awasa. And, it, uh, and the care point is Wando Bear, which means the gate to Wando, I think. And uh, one of the reasons we chose it, it is a um, crossroads. Uh, there's a main road that's running down through Africa, uh, Cairo to Cape Town. And uh, the, that main road kind of goes through that area. Uh, there is a mix of Muslim, Christian, and interestingly, Rastafarians who, uh, who are in that region. And uh, we just love the idea 
that the church is, uh, you know, involved in a care point that's, that's a part of that gateway, you know, and it, it really brought to mind for many of us on the team, you know, that, that New Testament, you know, those cities, uh, Laodicea, you know, Colossae, places where people traveled through and how the church and the good news and uh, spread and how, you know, uh, what a difference that made, not only in that community, but, but beyond. And uh, so we, yeah, we were wanting to be a part of that. Uh, we were just overjoyed at the presentation from the leaders. And that's another reason why we chose that care point is the leaders already were doing some of the things that were a part of that CCDA model and they were going to do it with or without us, but they had, they had vision, they had leadership that, they were already using whatever scarce resources they had to, to make a difference. And uh, the church where the care point uh, is located, uh, the campus there, they were, they were already serving some of the very families that wound up being a part of, of our care point. And so um, just, it was, it was great to see their heart and uh, it was just very easy to partner together with them because I think we had the same vision. For sure. It is a remarkable location. Uh, very eclectic. And uh, yeah, you guys have done, uh, just had such a great partnership there. When we talk at Children's Hope Chest, relationship is one of our core values. And we really want to see a reciprocity with it where it's two-way transformation. Uh, You know, resource without relationship is very transactional. We believe that transformation happens when it's life on life. And I think the idea of transformation, not only in Shashamani Wonder Bear, but also at All Shores Wesleyan. Can you maybe share a little bit on both sides of that? Maybe some things that you've seen change and transform uh, at the location in Ethiopia there in Shashamani, but also maybe a story of transformation at your church, whether it's a person uh, or an event, um, you know, that, that happens that, uh, that makes a difference for your community there in Spring Lake. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are, are several, but the ones that come to my mind, um, you know, my, my wife is a nurse practitioner and, uh, you know, when we went over, um, at least initially, and, uh, I've been there three times. I think she's been there four. our team has been there five times, um, you know, initially looking at the care for the children and their families, uh, some of the medical needs were something that came up. And as a part of our, you know, support, there is a medical fund. Um, and over the years, we have just seen not only children receive what they need, uh, we've seen families, uh, extended families get what they need medically. Uh, we had a young girl that, uh, just an answer to prayer, um, you know, she would have uh, she would have died if it were not for the care that she received and was able to go to Otis to uh, to receive special surgery. And it happened to be that when they sent her there, there was a team from Germany, who of course we've never met, who were there to do this specific surgery for only one week out of the year. And so, just kind of a beautiful thing to just recognize that. You know, our role in this, um, it, it might feel at times like it's small, but that that impact uh, has saved lives and not not just uh, that that young girl, but we've, uh, 
you know, there were, there was a time with conflict and there still is in Ethiopia right now, but several years ago, uh, again, some of the people groups that are in that region, there was some, um, rioting and some, just some difficulty. And some of the individuals at our care point were basically run off from the community, but the care point, uh, that's there welcomed them back to the community after things had died down a little bit, but things in their homes were taken. And uh, so the resources that we provide for emergency care and just simple items, but everything from blankets and pillows to clothing, uh, just like an emergency kit for them to come back to and and have uh, would, would not have been even available. Maybe chances are them coming back to that community would have been slim to none, but they knew that there was a group of people there who cared about them and cared about their kids. And so they, they made their way back to that region. And so that's just, uh, that was just an impact. I think for us, that was very meaningful to know. Um, we are, we, we think we're an accepting church. I, I hope we are. We, we get that other people tell us that, but it's one thing to say it, you know, yourself. Um, but our tagline for our church is together because life is messy. And, uh, you know, we, we see that not only locally, but we love the fact that there's that relationship globally and, and there is that acceptance and love, even in the midst of great difficulty and conflict. Um, but some of the things that we've seen that has made an impact on us uh, here locally and at our campuses is we've seen the difference that, uh, you know, meeting the needs of children and then extending to their families. Uh, you know, we have mentoring programs and, and partnerships with an organization called Children's or uh, called uh, Kids Hope and, uh, and then Hand to Hand, which is a feeding program. And it has really helped us to grow both of those programs. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation today with one of my staff members who's working locally. Uh, We're taking on one floor of a school where just that floor of kids, kindergarten, first, second grade, there's 100 children who who need to be fed on a weekend. And uh, we are embracing that. We don't know exactly how we're going to do all that yet. But for us, we've seen the difference that that makes. And so I, I just think seeing it work in Ethiopia, seeing the, the projects that they're doing, the latrine project, working at the, lo- we, we built the uh, latrine at a local school that was there in, uh, in Chashamene. And that was because that's what they told us they needed. They didn't need desks. They needed a latrine because kids were coming to school, but they couldn't use the restroom. And so they would go home to use the restroom, but then they'd never come back again. And so by, creating this latrine, they're able to stay in school all day. And, you know, in the same way, the similar, you know, us being in the schools here locally, whether it's Coopersville, Spring Lake or Muskegon, and we are highly engaged with those local schools, we see the impact of doing what they're asking. Uh, We redid a teacher's lounge a year ago um, at a school because they didn't have the resources to do that. But the ability for teachers to have that place where they can rest and and uh, and really kind of enjoy uh, a few moments before they go back into the classroom, that they said would make a difference, and we've we've seen that. So I love what we're learning from the relationship in Ethiopia because we're not going in and saying, "Oh, hey, we think we know how to do things and how to you know fix you." Uh, no, we're we're just kind of entering in and going, "We love you." Will you help us 
know what we are to do and how are we are to respond. Um, what resources do you do you need? Not what do we think you need? Uh, that's really, really good. Well, let's make it a little bit more personal then, Thad. Uh, how has maybe your life been transformed? And is there, uh, it doesn't have to be the most, but is there a memorable relationship, whether it's with a sponsored child or one of our Ethiopia staff or someone at the care point? So how has your life been transformed and maybe a memorable relationship? Yeah, um, I know we're looking at each other right now, but this is a podcast, so I'm glad because there may be some tears. But uh, yeah, um, we we uh, we partner with two girls in the area, and uh, you know, just being able to go over and spend time with them has been amazing. But it's the connection we also have with their family, um, being able to sit with them um, and hear their stories and sit in their grief. Um, they're lost, um, but yet their joy of knowing that there's some stranger across the ocean who, uh, who loves them. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's meaningful to me, um, that we have that relationship with them. Uh, I think one of the beautiful stories is, uh, we had already, um, partnered with these girls before we first went over and uh, we, we sat down with the, old, the older girl, Mimi, and uh, we sat down with her to just hear her dreams. You know what? You know, opportunity is so huge. And so we wanted to know, you know, what, what are you dreaming about? What would you like to be when, you're grow, when you grow up? And uh, she was kind of hesitant at first, but uh, she, she said her mom, her mom uh spoke for her and said, well, what she really wants to be is a pastor. And uh, mm. out of all the children, out of, you know, 170 kids, out of all the children, um, I was, I was the only pastor, you know, there. And uh, it just seemed like it was something, well, I know it was something that God had designed uh, for her and I to be together. And so to encourage her to uh, share with her stories and to help her along that journey um, has been really impactful for me. So yeah, I would say that that relationship um, and then with their extended family has just been really powerful for me and my wife. Yeah, you bring it home, bring it home. That's <laughs> that's a great one. Oh no, that's a really really good story and. You know, it really gives uh, support. It lends this idea of how transformational relationships are. If you go in, not with pity or uh, how can we fix you, but if you go in with an open heart and see what God has in store, both both are being transformed. When you would speak to our audience, uh, maybe they've been a partner for 10 years. Maybe, maybe they're not a partner yet, or they're a listener who goes to a church that isn't a partner. What would you say is important to know uh, about uh, Hope Chest and being connected to organizations like Hope Chest? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, impressed us about Children's Hope Chest is they start with the children. Uh, other organizations, you know, may not do that. They may uh, wind up, you know, ending with the support of of children. And we really like the idea that the children 
are where we begin, um, knowing that that's the next generation and want to give them opportunity and, and hope um, and to break that cycle of poverty we talk about. Um, you know, so that's one of the things that, that really drew us to uh, Children's Hope Chess, but the greater impact to the families and then the community um, is, is so significant. Um, you know, I think for, for me, um, knowing that you're going into this, uh, it's not a cookie cutter. You know, I, I think some people, you know, hey, I'll give this amount of money over three years and they'll just fix everything. You know, it's, it's not that. It's, uh, it's, it's relationships. It's what we're talking about. It's, it's not a timeline. So you don't go in and say, hey, it's going to cost us this much <laughs> to change everything. Um, you know, if money changed poverty, uh, we would see that change here in the States and we don't. So clearly that is not the answer, but it's, it's out of relationship and hand to hand moving, you know, together in this process. And uh, so, you know, for us, although there might be a timeline, it's really about how are we moving what are those major things that we are seeing that accomplish what we believe God wants? That self-sustainable uh, ministry and program where people are able to care for themselves and care for their community and kids are able to get health care and families and, you know, uh, having a, a employment um, and really having dignity to know that somebody didn't just hand this to you, but that you are involved, that work, there's something beautiful about work and that that's what God created, you know, before the fall. And I know we're getting into theology here, Will, but before the fall, uh, Adam and Eve, you know, they worked. So uh, sin didn't create work, but there's something beautiful about what we do with the skills that we have. And when you realize every person has different skills and abilities. We might say they're great or small, but they're not. Everyone is equal and what they bring to the table. So when you sit in a, you sit around the, the care point on the grass and you're talking with all these mothers who have these unique skills and abilities and they know how, you know, one person knows how to sell and another person knows how to grow this. And another person has a network and relationships with others in the community. And you watch how they bring all those skills together. Um, yeah, that, whatever that is, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's what it's all about. So it's not about a timeline or anything. I don't think for us or cookie cutter, uh, it's been beautiful to, uh, to kind of wait and see, you know, what, what's going to work in this community? What, what do they think isn't going to work? And, uh, yeah, that can be frustrating at times when the government steps in or, you know, there's different, uh, things that happen, um, with, you know, riots or um, just issues in the country. And we, we can't control that. It's not like we don't have that in our own, in the North American context either. So we understand that, I think. But, you know, just having patience and continuing to build those relationships are, uh, are pretty key to seeing this through. So don't give up. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, Thad, for joining the podcast today. Uh, truly inspired, uh, great storyteller. Well, thanks for having me, Will. I, I appreciate it. You've been on the other end of this on our podcast, so it's been fun to reciprocate. So everything we're talking about, about what we learned from each other, I, I love this. So thanks for uh, inviting me to be a part of this, man. Uh, you bet. You bet. And thank you for listening to this episode of Children's Hope Chess, Build Relationships, Break Poverty. You can follow Hope Chess on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Thank you.